I used to run away from my fears or try and positive think my way out of them. In more recent times, I've learned to face my fears and I wanted to share my thoughts on the topic in hope to inspire you to face your fears too. Hello and welcome to the Outcast Creatives Podcast, a space and community for the creative misfits and rebels of this world. I'm your host, Pip Laker, a creative business coach with a spiritual approach, and I'm here to metaphorically catch you when you fall or feel like giving up, while inspiring and empowering you to courageously show up, shine your light, and make a living out of your art. Join me in each episode to debunk creative myths through mindset, energy, and spiritual practices, as well as interviewing and hearing the stories of other creative entrepreneurs. Well, are you ready? Then let's get started with today's episode. Fear has two meanings, and you may have heard this saying before, or maybe it's the first time that you're hearing it right now, but when fear shows up in your life, you have two choices, to one, forget everything and run, or two, to face everything and rise. I used to think that success meant always being positive, and more recently, I've realized the reality of this, that fear, self-doubt, worry will always be there, but instead of denying it, you can make the choice to understand what these emotions want to teach you. And when you see the obstacles on your path as hurdles to jump over, crawl under, or move through instead of running away from them, you start moving towards growth, and it takes courage to choose growth. So as I mentioned just before, the fears will always be there like this underlying ripple underneath the surface of the water. But you get to choose what you focus on instead by bringing yourself back to the present moment each time. So here's a little technique that I like to use when fears pop up in my life. And that's acknowledging the fear and the thought that's come up. Then asking yourself, what do I choose to feel instead? And we start to connect to that feeling that we want to feel other than the fear. We can really start connecting to the possibility of us stepping into that positive emotion. So to take it one step further, I want to just address a little issue that you might have when doing this, because sometimes the the positive emotion that we want to step into can feel really far away from the fear from where we currently are. So we need to start looking for evidence, evidence of times that we felt that positive emotion in relation to shifting the energy around that fear. So maybe you've had this fear pop up in the past and then you have an example of you stepping into that positive emotion. If you don't have it regarding the certain fear that you're feeling, just look for evidence of a time where you felt that positive emotion. Because when we connect to those those feelings and those positive emotions, we bring back the memories that are associated with them. And our unconscious mind doesn't know the difference between fact or fiction. So when we're bringing up these past positive memories, we're actually accessing those states as if it's happening for us right now. So I like to call this a positive emotion potion. That's a term that I've given it just for a bit of fun. In NLP, it's also called anchoring. We do this process um, where you anchor these positive emotions into your body. And this tool could be really great for something like a fear that's come up because then every time that fear does come up, you could use the anchor to bring back those positive emotions for yourself and, and really connect you to 
the feelings that you you do want to cultivate because it is about connecting back to the possibility of those positive feelings. A little bit later in this podcast episode, I am going to be sharing a few of the most common fears that pop up in creative businesses. And I'll give some good examples then of this rewiring process and the the types of things to look out for and energies to connect to. But I want to just go back to what I mentioned in the intro. And that's that I used to think that I shouldn't feel fear and I would wash my fears in toxic positivity, which led me to spiritually bypassing what I was actually experiencing. So if the fear popped up, you know, I would try to positive think my way out of it rather than, well, I guess I was missing the step of acknowledgement and understanding where that fear had come from and understanding what that fear wanted to teach me because really these emotions, these negative emotions, if you want to call them that, come up into our lives and or we hold on to them from our past experiences because there's something that we need to learn from them. But if I go back to the unconscious mind for a second, it's there to serve and protect us. So sometimes when we're, we've had an experience of trauma in our lives, we hold on to the fear and the emotions associated with us and we might compartmentalize them at that particular time because we don't have the resources or the, I guess, the, the grit to work through that emotion then and there. But then further on down the track, sometimes many years later, sometimes 10, 20, 30 years later, depending on when you're connecting to this kind of work and the type of trauma that it was, we start to unravel these wounds and those wounds hold these emotions. So sometimes these emotions, these fears are things that we have carried for such a long time. And if we avoid these fears, they never go away. So recently I was working with my one-on-one coach and I remember this day, I remember what she said so clearly and it was about facing the fear and doing it anyway. And the more that you step up and face those fears, in the long run, the easier your tasks become and you can really start to trust the process even more. So I wanted to run through a few of the common fears that clients have when it comes to running or starting a creative business and how it keeps them stuck and how I could help them move away from the fear and towards the the positivity that they want to call in. So here are the common fears, fear of it not working out, fear of getting it wrong, fear of running out of money, or the fear that there isn't enough time or resources. So to start with, just know that it's okay that you feel these fears, that your feelings are totally valid. And in fact, it's pretty normal. You're not broken and this is 100% fixable. The fear comes and goes and eventually they will pass. And on the other side, there is magic waiting for you because sometimes those perceived obstacles are there because it's exactly what we're meant to experience and move through to get that magic that's on the other side. So as I mentioned, And we'll continue to mention throughout this episode and probably all of my content uh, is to feel the damn fear and do it anyway. So 
fear really is an emotion of the mind. If I think about it and connect to the feeling of fear, that's what I think. It's an emotion of the mind and it's something that we have been wired to feel forever. So fear starts in the part of the brain called the amygdala and it and it stimulates our fight or flight response, which stems from primitive times of danger, like running from a scary predator, like a tiger or a lion. And our brains haven't evolved past that primitive version of fear. So when we feel fear in our lives, we think that we are being attacked by a lion or a tiger or a shark, whatever it might might be, which is pretty crazy when you think about it. You have to have a little bit of a giggle because it's like you're comparing this fear of your business not working working out to being mauled by a tiger. So when you put it in that perspective, yeah, it does seem a little bit far-fetched because these things are completely different, but they trigger the same response in our body and our minds. And the longer that we feel these fears and let it dictate our lives, the longer we stay in those fight or flight responses, which can in turn cause huge problems in our bodies and lead to many illnesses and diseases because stress, anxiety, and fear, if held onto, damage not only our nervous system, but our digestive system, our respiratory system, our cardiovascular system, and so much more. So we really want to learn how to manage these stresses and these anxieties because In plain terms, fear and anxiety aren't good for the body, but our fight or flight response is there to protect us. So do the fears ever really go away? Well, not really, but like I mentioned before, what we can do is learn how to manage our expectations and learn how to not let fear take over or have processes for us to do like journaling or rewiring our thoughts of and you know, choosing these new feelings that are really going to help us stay connected to the possibility of things actually working in your favor. Do you have a dream of starting a creative business? Perhaps you have an idea, but you have no idea where to start. Maybe you have hundreds of ideas and they're all swirling around in your head, causing you to feel confused and unclear on the direction of your business. Well, I'm here to help you believe that you have what it takes to build a business from your creative passions. So take the first step today by booking a free creative goals session. The link's in the show notes. If you have a question about the free session, jump over to Instagram and shoot me a message at Studio Soulstar. Now it's time to get back to today's episode. I am going to dive a little bit deeper into the four creative business fears that I mentioned before. The first fear is the fear of it not working out. And I believe that this stems from little or no self-trust or belief in yourself. So as you can see, it's that the fear, it's sitting in the mind. It's that mind piece. So if you're going to move through your fears, you're rewiring, you're working on your mindset. So an example of this fear of it not working out might stem from Perhaps you're afraid uh, of quitting your part-time job to go all in in your business. So you have this fear that you really need that consistent income coming into your business from another source. But this job is causing you more stress. You have less time to work on what's important in your business and you aren't attracting new clients because you're always so drained from your other job. You believe that you need to stay in the part-time job because of the fear of it not working out. 
So this causes that feeling of distrust in yourself that I mentioned before. So if I were working through this particular fear with a client, I would ask you what you want to feel instead of the fear. So here are some examples of what you might say. You might say you want to feel empowered or confident or perhaps even certain about your decision. And then I would continue to ask you if you remembered any times where you felt those three emotions in relation to your business or perhaps even a past job or career. And the reason that I say your business or past job or career is because I want to get you thinking in, in the mindset of it being something to do with your work and the work that you're going to continue to do moving forward. So, you know, that an example of this might be getting your first client in your side business or having a great conversation with a lead, or if you haven't experienced those things, and I would ask if you had any evidence of someone else experiencing the thing that you want, because when we look outside to others who are already doing those things, we realize, oh, hang on a second, it is possible. I'm not the first person doing this, which means there's other people out there who have done this before me who I could even get inspiration from, which is super exciting when you start looking outside of yourself for the possibilities as well. The second fear that is really common is the fear of getting it wrong. And I believe this stems from a perfectionist complex. And I have had my mind blown around the topic of perfectionism in the last few years. I remember when I was studying my mind-body medicine diploma, my mentor would always say that perfectionism is the mother of procrastination, which basically means if you're waiting for it to be perfect, you're just procrastinating. And I love this concept so much because it's so true. I feel like with that perfectionist complex, we're always waiting for that thing to be perfect, which means we're not getting our ideas out there, which means we're not getting the feedback that we need to make that thing better. So In the last few years, I've been saying that I am a recovering perfectionist and I have been doing a lot of the the B minus work and taking that messy, imperfect action, which is quite funny because sometimes those pieces of content that I've created and they've been something that I've made in like 20 seconds or, or a few minutes, maybe 10, 15 minutes and just got the idea out there because... I wanted to get the idea out there and I thought it was pretty crappy, have been some of my best performing pieces of content. So it's just so interesting because you never know what or how others are going to react to what you're putting out there because, and I feel like this is where the perfectionist ideology comes from, is that you're in the driver's seat of your business. So you're looking at everything that you do all of the time, which means you're going to be nitpicking and grilling yourself and trying to make it perfect and trying to piece it together so it's aesthetically pleasing and and not boring for yourself. But you've got to remember that the people on the other side of the fence or the other side of the screen, they're looking at your content from eyes like most of the time, unless they're raving fans of yours, but they're looking at your content as if it's the first time they've ever, ever looked at it. So when I started to realize that, that perfectionist complex started to ease a little bit. So if you have the fear that you're going to get it wrong in your business, I want to stop you right there because the fix to this one is so simple because there is no right and wrong. There's no perfect or there's no finish line. Like there's always going to be more work to do. So the best thing that you can do is just start face the fear 
of feeling like you're going to get it wrong and just do it anyway because at the end of the day, you're going to be doing it your way for you, for your business and that's the most exciting part. Okay, this is a big one. Number three, the fear of running out of money. And I believe this stems from a lack mindset and also a little bit around your self-worth as well. So deep down, there would be a belief or that the underlying ripple underneath the fear is that you're not worthy of success or you're not worthy of earning an income or you're not worthy of attracting abundance through your business. So you're going to have that fear that you're going to be running out of money all the time, which in turn isn't going to attract more people to you because you're going to be in that fear energy, which you really don't want to be in when you're running a creative business. So the way that I would combat a fear of running out of money, if I was working through this with a client, would be acknowledging that fear is there. And then like the first example, choosing what you would like to feel instead. And because a lack mindset is usually something that goes a little bit deeper for someone, it might be fears that they've carried because, you know, they grew up with migrant parents who had to work to survive and, you know, have an education for their kids and put food on the table. And maybe money was scarce in your upbringing and, you know, you had to be really careful or maybe you had to save or maybe you had someone telling you not to buy things or, you know, that you have to marry someone who's rich. That's something that my grandmother used to tell me a lot. But as you can see with these examples is that sometimes our money stories stem really deep into our conditioning and and how we've been brought up. So in this case, I would use something that's called a belief change, which is an NLP tool, which really gets you to shift your focus. So we would shift that old belief into something that you used to do and you no longer do. So then you in turn clear that belief and then we would choose a new belief and we would make that so strong and so powerful, like something that you know is inevitable to happen, like the sun rising in the morning. And we would make that new money belief that you're calling in huge amounts of abundance through your business every day. We would make that true to you, like the sun is coming up in the morning. And that's going to really help you connect to the possibility that that abundance is there for you. So because this fear goes a little bit deeper, like I said, it requires a little bit more work with something like a belief change. And I have some really amazing examples of doing this process with clients. So one, for example, we were working through her self-worth and her money mindset, and she just got a new job. And she got her contract and she wasn't really happy with her wage. So in our session, we did some work around her money mindset and her beliefs and we did a belief change. And she went off our coaching call together and sent an email or a phone or a phone call. I can't quite remember the the specifics, but she sent through an email and asked for more money and they accepted it. So it just goes to show the power of this work and the power of your mindset. And when you get your beliefs in order, you can really start achieving anything that you set your mind to. Fear number four is the fear of running out of time or resources. And I want to stop you right there because if you have a service-based business, 
you're not really ever going to run out of resources because you can do everything online, which is so amazing. But secondly, the time factor, like this fear that we're running out of time. I think it's a really common one, especially in small business, because there's always more work to be done. There's no doubt about that. But one of the things that has really helped me with that, with the time management piece is realizing that there's actually always more time. So if your business is something that you value and it's really important to you, you're going to make the time for it. But say, for instance, you only get two out of five of your to-do list done in a day. Know that that's also okay. As long as you were being focused and diligent and motivated and doing the work, that it's actually okay if you don't get through everything all at once. And I think it's something that is really common when we do start businesses for the first time is that we try to do too many things. And that's often because we sit in an overcrowded, oversaturated market of coaches and service providers and products. And I mean, social media is amazing because it allows us to access and connect with so many different people, but sometimes it can feel overwhelming. And sometimes I think people do things in their business that are a little bit advanced for them. So a little bit further away from where they need to be. And I actually did this myself in my business. And it wasn't until I was working with a one-on-one coach. I had my own one-on-one coach. And she said to me, like, you're doing too many things. You're confusing your market. Of course, people don't know how to work with you or, or they don't get in touch because it's really confusing. And when I was given that advice, I was like, wow, you're so right. Like, I was trying to cram so much of one thing into a six-week program and then I was also trying to offer five other products on top of that and I realized that if I just made my one offer a little bit longer, so instead of six weeks, it became three months and I pulled apart the program that I had created and I have all of it stored in my notion plus all the techniques I know like the belief changes that I've mentioned in this episode the journaling techniques and all of the modalities that I know from hypnotherapy to NLP to kinesiology and EFT it's all in the one place now and each session I intuitively tune into what the client needs and I can pull from this huge database of information that I have to give the client the best possible results so it's tailored to them and their specific needs and what they want moving forward in their business and when I started to do that and I just had one offer it became so much easier to attract in the people that I wanted to work with and also talk about what I was doing and also free up a lot of time for me to focus on other things like starting a podcast and creating content and researching and interviewing other people. So when you do focus on one thing at a time, you allow yourself to open up to the fact that there's actually unlimited amount of time. There's an unlimited amount of resources. It's just whether or not you're tapping into them or if you're trying to get everything done when everything is too many things all at once. So for a quick recap of the fears and the way that you can work through them, the first one was fear of 
it not working out. And to help with that fear, decide what you want to feel instead and connect to times when you felt those emotions in the past. Number two, the fear of getting it wrong. So this was all about the perfectionist complex. Just realize that it will never be perfect. It'll There's always a chance to do better. And unless you're getting your ideas out there, you're not going to get that feedback and you're just going to be stuck procrastinating. So just do it. Number three was the fear of running out of money, which stems from a lack mindset. So address the underlying cause of your lack mindset. What's your money story? Where have your money beliefs come from? And then start to rewire those money beliefs. And then number four, the fear of running out of time or resources. And just know that there will always be more time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. I hope it has inspired you. I hope you have learned something new and I hope you walk away ready to tackle your fears in your business and just show up and do it anyway, because I believe in you. So you better go out there and believe in yourself too. All right. Bye for now. This podcast was brought to you by Pip Laker at Studio Soulstar. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Outcast Creatives Podcast. If you love the content and felt inspired, your reviews are always appreciated. And if you feel cold, come and find me on Instagram and TikTok at Studio Soulstar. Until next time, remember to keep dreaming and creating.